You're listening to One Sky, a UNC Keenan Flagler Business School podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us and listening to the One Sky podcast. My name is Ryan Carriker Ford. And I'm Meredith Tozer. Today, we would like to give you an introduction into the One Sky podcast, why we're doing it. And you're in for a special treat because Meredith and I, one time only, will be interviewing each other. <laughs> so I think it's good to give some background as to how we got chosen to be these uh, two initial interviews. Um, so Ryan and I, when we went into lockdown in North Carolina and our final quarter at Keenan Flagler had to go virtual, uh, started texting each other about how a podcast could really help bring us together. And so we're really excited to just share with you some of how we got here and just different opportunities we have moving forward for this platform that we're really excited about. So what is this One Sky thing? How did we come up with this? One Sky is a podcast, obviously, because we're listening to it. It started as kind of a tagline and thinking about it, there's one sky and that we all live under and the sky is Carolina blue. It was something that I heard alumni say. They say, how do you know that God is a target? And it's like, well, how? Like, cause the sky is Carolina blue. <laughs> And I always thought, wow. <laughs> it no, no, sticks it, with you. Yeah, it does. It was it was one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, you know, just just like uh, when alumni say, yeah, you got to make your heel print in something. It's like, oh, okay, that's that's I like that. They're really committed to the brand. That's for sure, right? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, they, they obviously were Carolina undergrads because I don't think that the grad students care that much. But when you meet a Carolina undergrad, they let you know that they went to Carolina undergrad. Oh, for sure. As a double Tar Heel plus eight more in my family, we have all of the branding down pat. Um, <laughs> but I still love you, even though you're a dual degree at Duke. And we always say there's one in every family. <laughs> so, you know, we had this idea early on in our first year, but what really got this started in your mind of, of adding it to the things that we do in our second year at, at Keenan Flagler? So I think when you told me that you were proposing a podcast as a part of a project for the Dean's Fellows, I thought it was a really great idea. One, because it kind of met people where they were. You have a really big community that just listen to podcasts, not necessarily just for entertainment, but for information as well. And thinking about that, it was saying, okay, well, the school has branding and things down. I personally get a lot of ads for Keenan Flagler and I say I hope they're not paying for this you know but I think that it was it was a, a great opportunity so when COVID happened I thought that it was definitely worth thinking about and having the conversation so when we started 
texting again, I, I, I think I presented it to you as like, hey, you know, there are people specifically in our class that really don't know each other. And we had the benefit of being in person for, you know, 75% of a school year. And there are still classmates that I don't know. I'm sure that you feel the same. And that this was an opportunity to highlight those students that have really great backgrounds and might not necessarily be the ones that everyone knows about, but they have these awesome stories. You just have to give them a chance to tell them. So when we started talking about it, we wanted it to be that. We wanted people to share their stories, talking about where they were before business school, why they made the choice to come and their journey to Carolina. Yeah, that's definitely one of the things that I find most interesting. Um, as someone without a business background, just the idea of how you got here is really fascinating. And there are a lot of jobs that I didn't even realize existed until I started talking to some of our classmates, like you did that. Um, and it gives some great perspective on the importance of diversity in terms of hiring. Like these are people who have really great experience and are going to make them great leaders and great uh, for their next roles. But it also gives us such a great opportunity to learn from people who have different backgrounds than we do and know how to incorporate some of the things that they've learned through their experiences both good and bad, right? Failure and successes uh, and incorporate those into our own learning and moving forward will be better in our jobs after graduating as well. So I think this is just a place where we can have the opportunity to really get to know people in a different way, which I think is always fun. So Meredith, who is the One Sky podcast for? You know, I think it could really be great for a whole host of people, right? So we're in a virtual environment right now, and it's great to learn about my own classmates that I didn't necessarily get a chance to engage with going into lockdown, right? We just, I was joking earlier, you get to see people's faces, but you don't know how, what their laugh sounds like anymore because we're all on mute as we're listening to our professors. So uh, I think it's great for us to engage with our own classmates and in incoming first years. Um, but it's also a way for prospective students to see themselves and people who are currently at Keenan Flagler. Personally, I don't have a business background. I worked in higher ed for several years before coming to business school. And knowing that there was someone like me with the art history degree in undergrad, uh, I think would have given me a lot more confidence in my chances of uh, applying and getting in and knowing that I wouldn't be the only one. I really like that. I think that visibility is extremely important. And as you know, the business school recently added inclusion as one of its core values and seeing people that are already in certain positions is, uh, it, it makes sense. Seeing students that are parents, seeing students that are from a variety of racial or ethnic backgrounds, international students, seeing women. And if you're coming to the school or meeting with the school virtually, it's really important to have those voices, to see those faces, because sometimes it can be reassuring saying like, okay, you know, I 
as a black man see another black man sitting there it's like oh okay i can i can make it because that person is obviously there and they're dealing with the same situations that i would be dealing with so ryan can you tell me just how you got here how did you get to business school well, I was a psychology and political science major in undergrad. I went to Fisk University in Nashville as an HBCU. So I'm going to get one of those shirts with the spikely glasses that says HBCU grad on my Christmas list, if anybody wants to buy me one. Um, <laughs> I'm also graduating next year, so I can, I can publish that with a podcast as well. Uh, and then after undergrad, I went to the Peace Corps. So I served in Panama for three years. I was a, an environmental health extensionist. And to this day, I cannot find a dictionary that has the word extensionist in it. But that was the word that they used in the formal title. But basically my job was solid waste management and disposal, access to water systems, um, I had a great experience in my first two years and I decided to extend and I was working in HIV pre prevention and in my third year, wrapped up my service, came back to the U.S., worked for immigration in San Francisco for about three years, had a lot of experiences and I always knew that I wanted to go back to school, but it was after Hurricane Maria, I had an opportunity to work with FEMA in Puerto Rico, and that really showed me kind of the power that public policy played in people's lives, the, the impact that business could have on people's lives. So that kind of steeled my resolve to apply to graduate school. And now, as I am one semester and change away from graduation, I'm glad that I made the choices that I made. I think that, you know, hindsight is always 2020. And I think that I've hopefully made an impact at the school, you know, but that's up to future students to make that determination, I guess. That's my favorite line from Hamilton, which we probably shouldn't say because we might have to pay them money, but um, it's uh, a legacy's planting seeds in a garden you never get to see. I think that's that impact that you've had, probably you can't feel it right now, but it'll definitely show up the further out that we get from graduation. We'll be able to see parts of it and other people get to tend to it and, and have some impact there, but starting it from scratch, uh, to see what happens underground and building the roots so i think that's really cool yeah i, I hope that we don't get emails from lin-manuel miranda's people i would love <laughs> to get an email from lin-manuel miranda i mean i'll take the email particularly but <laughs> or if he wants to give us tickets to hamilton i would i would not be <laughs> upset i could perform it for everyone here but i'll save you the, the trouble. <laughs> Okay, Meredith, so what about you? Uh, how did you get to business school? Oh gosh, if you had told me in 2009 when I graduated from UNC undergrad with a dual degree in art history and history that I would go to business school, I would have laughed in your face. 
um, that was never a path that I had. Um, I had gotten into grad school for architectural preservation and the financial crisis hit and I decided that's probably not the best plan for me. And <laughs> financially it didn't make a whole lot of sense. So I decided um, to kind of pivot and ended up working in retail for a few years and then came back to UNC to work in higher ed and did that before my life kind of changed and some things happened and it gave me new perspective. And I thought, man, what do I want to do with my life? And I had um, a choose your own adventure existential crisis with my friend who worked in the graduate school and had a business degree. And she said, you know, you have a lot of really great skills that would translate well to an MBA. Have you ever thought of that? And I thought, gosh, no, <laughs> I got to look what that, what did those guys do? Because um, in my mind, I thought anyone who had an MBA only went into investment banking and worked on Wall Street and did stuff like Gordon Gecko. And I had no real perspective of what I could do with an MBA. And as a liberal arts undergrad, uh, probably had an unfortunate bias against business people and the impact that can happen in business. So as I started to investigate that and talk to people who I respected who had an MBA, I thought, heck, why not try it? Like I literally within three weeks decided I'm going to start applying. And if it happens, great. And if it doesn't happen, then we'll just take the next path. And I realized now I had a really uh, design thinking mindset in terms of failing fast of, of trying, but it's been amazing. I mean, it has given me so much understanding of the underlying framework of the world that we live in, in a way that my history major did for understanding perspective, but business made me understand why. And so I'm really excited to be here. But yeah, if you had told me that I, I was going to be graduating with an MBA, um, I definitely wouldn't have believed you. I think I said before, I was a psych and political science major in undergrad. And I remember in high school, I was in my calculus class senior year and there was this man that came in and he said very clearly, if you're interested in going into business, do not major in business because all of those middle management roles are disappearing. And I was not considering business at that time. And now you look and it's almost 15 years later and those middle management roles are still there. So... <laughs> I wonder how he feels about his prediction not kind of panning out. You know, I um, worked with one of my colleagues this summer in my internship did HR research. And there is there was a shift, I think, past the financial crisis where those positions didn't necessarily get eliminated, but they got reduced. Um, so his prediction's not totally wrong, but you always have to have some level there to help move things along. So our systems have been in place for a long time. I don't know that they're going to just be disappearing immediately, but I always think the perspectives that we've gotten from the other degrees and, re and research and knowledge that we've done makes us better business people because we have just a broader understanding of things than just economics or finance. Um, I understand like wars and how we got to those decisions and what the pieces that came into place before that. And I think it helps you identify different things. And I'm sure in your political science or even psych, was it psychology? 
psychology is great for marketing because it's all understanding you know those those things all come into play so you have all of those skills we just have different words for them thank you for joining meredith and i today for the inaugural episode of the one sky podcast we hope that you will join us for future episodes where we'll highlight current students faculty and other members of the unc keenan flagler community Thank you for listening to this episode of One Sky, produced by the Dean's Fellows at UNC Keenan Flagler Business School. Our theme song is Exactly by Ketza. We'll be back with another episode soon. But until then, always remember, we all live under one sky, and it's Carolina Blue. I'm still kind of sad that our intro song isn't do 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 business. <laughs>